on the top of the page at the section of a story. Hahi Chamsa. There was this mother-in-law. Okay. Tahabis Sinia Lala Kalasa, and she really disliked her uh, daughter-in-law exceedingly so. But as uh, can happen, she was subtle about it. So Amrla, so she told her, Zil Ikshit Bimashka de Farsama. Why don't you put on some really nice perfume? This pers- uh, pers- uh, persimmon oil, it's a really, really smells very nicely. And uh, the daughter in law listened, and Azla Ikshit, and she put on that very fancy oil. Kiyas says, when she came, Amrla, Zil Ikshit go light the candle. And Azla Atla Shraka and Inpach Banura, of course, the fire, she's completely covered in this highly flammable oil. And uh, she brought about the accident. And that's, that was the end of her daughter in law. Terrible story. I don't know what to make of it, but uh, that, just be careful when your mother in law sounds too nice, okay? <laughs> I don't. It's an excellent question, but it's just a disturbing story. I don't know what to make of it. But uh, the point being is, is that when somebody who's supposed to hate you is saying, "Oh, why don't you put on this perfume?" Just be wary. Okay, there may be something, some ulterior motive there. <laughs> don't give it ideas, right? <laughs> exactly. All right. Anyway, so that's that. Let's continue. Um, and uh, ha- oh, oh, next pasuk in Yermio midalas aretz hishir nuvuzradon rav tabachim lekormim u liogvim. So he left these uh, from the people there. The nuvuzradon, who was the basically the general on Nebu- in Nebuchadnezzar's army, and he basically um, took the people. Uh, that were left, and he put them to these menial jobs of being kormim and yogvim. What are they? Kormim. So, Those, that's the job of uh, picking the parsimon, which was a menial job. That's the two, for all the big area, big swath of area where they would be gathering this parsimon. Um, I'm not even sure what a farsimon is. It's some type of, I don't think it's the persimmon fruit. It's some balsam, balsam. Okay, balsam oil. Okay. Um, now, yogvim, what is the yogvim? Their job was to um, to hunt down the chalazon, catch chalazon, misulmos, sheltzur, vad chaifa, all the entire, from all, from, the city from Lebanon down to Haifa, the, the, the waters, they would be busy trying to catch the Chilazon, and that was their job for the king. So basically, he put them to these labor, to these labors. Okay. Um, next. The rabbis learn, You're not allowed to light your 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 use for your fuel for candles with uh, tevel that is tamei um, during the week. Of course, you're not allowed to use it on Shabbos. Similarly, you can't use this 
type of oil or gasoline on a weekday, surely not Shabbos. So what is the problem? Okay, so we're going to go through each of these. So Bishlam and Neftlavan, I understand what Neftlavan's issue is. Basically, it's a Sakana. You know, like we don't use gasoline that way. It's, uh, you've got to be really careful. It's, I think it, Neftlavan is a certain, not sure what it is, but it's, again, it's very highly flammable. And if you're using it as a fuel, it catches too much and it'll, it'll uh, burn the house down. So that's why you don't use it during the week. Of course, not on Shabbos. So that I understand. Uh, but I will tell me my time. What's wrong with this is Tevel that you have not tied, but it became tummy already. So once it becomes impure, so what 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 am I what else am I really gonna do with it? So why shouldn't I be allowed to use it? So my time I'm because the puzzle says, just like you're not entitled to to the Truma Torah until it's taken, separated from the rest. So to have Truma Tameya, even if it's Truma Tameya coming from Tebel, it's Tameh, you're not allowed to benefit from it. It doesn't matter. We're not talking specifically to a Yisrael over here. We're talking even to a Kohen. Tevel is prohibited to everybody, even a Kohen, till the Truma is taken. And once the truma is taken, then it's okay. If this is something that's tummy, then you need to separate the truma out of it, and uh, and you'll use it as a fuel. But you can't use it in table form, and that's the idea. It's because we compare one truma to the other, the truma to Maya to the truma to Aura. Okay, that's the story. Gufa, going back. Reb Shimon ben Elazar Omer Eim Adlikim Mitzari Vechena Yer Reb Shimon ben Elazar Omer Mitzari Ein So basically, Reb Shimon ben Elazar says that you're not. You're allowed to use, we mentioned earlier, Shimon ben Elazar says that we don't use sorry, this specific material um, um, for your fuel. The Shimon ben Elazar, another thing that Shimon ben Elazar would say, it is a sap that comes from a particular tree, which is called the Atsektaf. Um, uh, Rashi brought down earlier that it's a type of wild fruit-bearing tree, like a, a wild, I don't know, a, a prune tree or something like that. Okay. Um, anyway, bottom line is apricot tree, whatever, not clear. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, but it's the sap coming from the wood. Okay. Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Kala Yotzimina Eitz, in Madlikimbo. Any um, wood, anything that's a byproduct of the wood is not good for lighting. Okay, we'll see what he's referring to here. Rabbi Shmuel Ben Broko Omer, in Madlikin El Biyotzimina Pri. It's more limiting. It's only things that come from the fruit, okay? Meaning, um, some type of olive oil or oil from 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 the fruit from a fruit of something, but it can't be the animal product, fish oil, the fats, etc. Rabbi Tarfon Omer, He says just olive oil. So Rabbi stood on his feet, and he said to Rabbi Tarfon, "Ma'yasu anchi You know, it's very nice 
sure, if you have all the options available, it's very nice to say, yeah, only olive oil. But, what are the people in Bavl supposed to do? All they have available, all that grows there is from the oils, is sesame oil. And what about the people in Madai? They just have wal- walnut oil. And what about the people in Alexandria? They only have radish oil. And what about the people from Kapitkaya? They don't even got anything grown there. Um, the LNF, the only thing they have is uh, gasoline. Okay, whatever. Neft is whatever. Some type of gas. So, so Ella, what do you, what's the deal? The only thing that you should exclude is what Chacham excluded. But you can't be so exclusionary to say that you need olive oil because it's not practical for many people. You got to be realistic. And fish oil is fine and itrim is fine. Now, you can use the oil from pakuos, which is like some type of gourd, pumpkin, seed oil, and neft is fine. Anything that comes from flesh, the oil that comes from meat, is not allowed. The only exception is fish oil. So the problem is, that's exactly what the Tanakhama says, that uh, fish oil is okay, okay, and uh, not anything else. So what's the difference between Sumchus and the Tanakhama? That's exactly what the Tanakhama said, that fish oil is an exception what's allowed, not the fats, not chilev. So what's the difference? So the Gemara says, Sumchus hainu Tanakhama, ikabinayu, terabruna merav, velomasami. The difference must be, whether they accept the position of Rav Bruna Marav, as we saw earlier, Rav Bruna Marav says that when it's a mixture of the fat with oil, is that might be okay. So, so one of them is going to say that that's true for uh, even fish oil is only acceptable when it's mixed with um, with uh, with olive oil, and then it's okay. But otherwise, not. The other one would say no fish oil. Um, that I'm sorry, one would allow. Even by fats, and the other one would not allow it. Yeah, what's the question? No, 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 no. We didn't say they're tamein. We talked about a particular. We said, what if you have tamei oil? Can you use it for lighting? That's what we discussed. Exactly. Of course, that's the peric. Correct. No, what we're talking about here in in this in this list over here is we mentioned some things bechol and some things on Shabbos. Meaning, Tevel Tame is a problem even on Chol. But these candles over here, these problems are, is, uh, according to whatever is not acceptable, this is talking back to Friday night candles. Right now we're back on Friday night candles. The Itrin, the, the, the Shemen of the, the fish oil, that's Friday night candles where is the issue. We're not talking about in general.
No, of course. We're talking about even Friday night. Okay? That was his argument. His argument, what Rabbi Yochanan Benuri was complaining to Rabbi Tarfan, is that that stringency is not a, not a good stringency. Because by you saying only olive oil for Friday night candles, that's basically being too onerous for the people that don't have olive oil in plenty. It's very hard to come by. That's so in, you know, in Bavel, they hardly have any olive oil. Their oil that they would use was sesame oil. So you have to see. Exactly, that's the point. Either it's very difficult, or it's, so that's what he's saying. Some places it's only obtained with difficulty. You've got to be practical. That's really what he's saying. Okay, next. Um, which one says which way is unclear. So one of them holds of Rabruna, the other one does not hold of Rabruna. Basically, remember, Rabruna was one who said that you could put oil, a little bit of oil in and then it would be kosher. Either one of them says that, um, that if the fat is melted and it's mixed with oil, that would be, a, the, one of these tanam would agree with Rabruna that that's acceptable. Um, but, um, and Shemen Dagim is allowed even alone. And the other one says, no, Shem and Dagim, that's allowed, is only with a mixture. But with fat, that's even worse than that, and then it won't be acceptable even with a mixture of oil. And that's the possibility. We're not clear which one says which way. All right, but at least we know that there's two separate opinions here. We're up to the third to last line on the Chavav Amr Aleph. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, Reb Shimon, Ben Elazar, Omer, Kalayutz, Min Eitz, Eimbo Mishum Shalosh, Al Shalosh. If it's a tree product, Okay, like um, for cotton or something like that, or cotton or whatever it is, can, canvas. So, it's not able to be conveyed toma if it's less than three fingers by three fingers, or the size, I'm sorry, the size of three fingers by three fingers, which is the minimum size of a patch, basically. Um, and they don't have a status of Tumah on that small size. Or Mesachim Bo, and it's kosher for Schach. That's anything that comes from a tree. It's one thing, there's no Tumah on that tiny size. And number two, it's kosher for your Schach. It's not Mekabal Tumah. mi Pishtan. The only exception for that is Pishtan. Pishtan is linen. Linen does grow from the ground. It's linen, but... It has a tumma of shalosh al shalosh, very small. It can be tummy, as well as, um, as as well as, it's uh, it's also not kosher for your schach. Even flax in its raw state, which is what the linen is made out of, it's mekabel tumma, and you can't use it for your schach. Now, Amar Bai, so Bai says, Rab Shimon Elazar v'tanad very bishmuel, Amru Tavir Echad. Rab Shimon Elazar and the Tanad very bishmuel say the same thing. What we just mentioned, which is basically these two dinim, all other material that come from the tree are not um, going to be tame by three by three, and also not mekabotuma to put in on the on your schach. It's kosher for schach, except for linen. 
And that's the same as Tanuvim Shmol, Mahi. What's the same as Tanuvim Shmol? What is the Tanuvim Shmol statement? The Tanuvim Shmol, the school of Rabbi Shmol learns, The Torah mentions in numerous places, there are quite a few laws that, you, that, that are related to clothes. And that is begotten, okay? And it says the word beged, describing cloth, right? And in one of the places that mentioned beged, it described the material. And it said, And it mentioned in one of the places that it talked about a beged, that it's wool and linen. Just like over there, it's wool and linen. So to any place else, when it uses the word beged, it's actually referencing only two material, not more than those two material, wool and linen. No other material, cotton, whatnot. It may be very good as clothes, but it's not beged as far as the Torah is concerned. Okay. Polyester, for sure not. Okay. That's the same sheet then, because obviously why is Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar basically saying that um, only the only thing that comes mino eights is that's tame um, that has a din of clothes on is is linen because that's the only one that comes from the tree that does it. Obviously, he holds like Rabbi Yishmael. That is what Abai says. Rav Amarava says actually you're wrong. If you look at the words of Rabbi Shimon Lazar, he didn't say that the only thing that can be clothes, as far as the Torah is concerned, is that, that grows from the ground is linen. That's not true. He just says that it won't have the tum of shalosh al shalosh. Three fingers by three fingers. But the, but the, the difference will be is shalosh al shalosh, even he will agree. Meaning if you have a larger swath, meaning the size of three tfachim, three handbreadths by three handbreadths, that is big enough. Doesn't matter what the material is, even if it's other material that grows from a tree, it would certainly be qualified. As a beggar, okay. So Rav Amar Shlosha Shlosha B'Shar Begadim Ika Benayim. That would be a difference. To Rav Shimon Ben Elazar Islay, Letanu Dvarim B'Shmal Leslie. Rav Shimon Ben Elazar says other garments that are that big, there they have a din beggar on it, okay. Just if it's much smaller, then not. But uh, the Tanu Dvarim B'Shmal doesn't hold of lin of, of linen anything but linen is not even a garment, no matter what size. Okay? Now, so the Gemara is now analyzing the Machlokas here between Mishmal and the, the and, and not just the Machlokas, but this sheet over here, Rav Shem ben and Rav Shmuel's understanding. The Kuli Amamias, both sides are in agreement. Shalosh al-shalosh, b'tzemru pishtim b'tama, b'negaim, that everybody agrees amongst these two people, both Rav and the Shreb Shimmer Lazar agree that if it's three fingers by three fingers and it's either wool or linen, it's already going to be tummy. That's the question. Where a meaning as a Thomas Nagam, it can get Sarasa Beget on it. Even though it's only fit to be a patch. I mean, it's a very tiny swath. It's a swatch, basically. So, where does that come from? Minalan. So the answer is the Tanya because the Bryce says beged. It says the word beged. Maybe it's a full fledged garment, a, a cloak, something that you can wear. Okay, where would you? How about a patch that's only three fingers by three fingers? The Reboy didn't have to say the word vav. That tells you even if it's really small. 
So the Gemara says, how do you know how small? Maybe he's coming to say that if it's three tvachim by three tvachim, which is basically the size of a, of a handkerchief, that's the shear. Okay? Um, so the Gemara says, Rabbis shlosha So the Gemara says, Lav It's kavachomer. It, you know, you don't need all that much for tzaras, okay? Um, even if the even the even if it's not a finished garment, it's the 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 warp and the woof in the weave in the weave that can get tzaras. So obviously, um, three tvachim by three tvachim is kolshikin going to be tummy. There's nothing to talk about. Okay, so the Gemara says that if you're telling me that three tvachim by three tvachim is more obvious than shesiv arev, well, guess what? So is three fingers by three fingers. You could apply the same kavachomer. So the Gemara says actually that's not true. Anyone, no matter who you are, wealthy or poor, you can appreciate a good handkerchief. It may be useful as uh, face masks. You don't know. Okay, comes in handy. Just saying. Okay, whether you're rich or poor, you you would you could benefit from something like that. So and then the kavachom applies because shesiv arev is even though it's in, not finished yet, but it can get to us. But it, it's gonna be a garment that's gonna be fit for all. Okay, uh, eventually, as opposed to shalosh al shalosh lachazin. That's only fitting for poor people. Because anybody wealthy, he's not going to put a patch on his clothes. Okay? He's not doing that. So it's only fit for the poor. That's not able to be derived out of the Kavachomer. So therefore, what we're basically saying is, is that if it's three Tvachim by three Tvachim, I don't need a Pasuk for that. What is the via Beged coming to be Marbe? Obviously, only for three fingers by three fingers even though it's only useful for poor people at that size and not rich people. And it's a special ribayakra that there's a tuma on three fingers by three fingers. Now, time of the Kaz of Kra. It sounds like it's only, the only reason why there's tuma on that size of a small swatch of cloth is because the Pasuk said, and it's a ribay. Not for that. We couldn't apply the Kav so the Gemara says, still, why? I have a question. The Ema, maybe one can argue, maybe it's coming to tell me, a different repo. You're right. If it's three hand breaths by three hand breaths, that's certainly a significant garment. But remember, we're already only talking about explicitly the Tzemeru Pishtim, the wool and the linen. Those two garments only. Maybe it's coming to include three tvachim by three tvachim, not of the material of wool and linen, but of any other material that, that you could make out of. Okay, so that's what it could be. So Gemara says, no. Amakra, beget semro pishtim, which is again a limitation, beget semro pishtim in, midachrine lo. So it's specifically excluding any other material. So therefore, if I'm going to be marbe something, I can only be marbe the same material, but in a smaller size. But I can never be marbe to other material because it's specially 
limits it to just tzemeru pishtin, to wool, either wool or linen. That's it. Tzemeru pishtin in, midiach v'inalo. So the Gemara says, still, ve'ema, maybe that extra miyot is ki'emot mishalosh al-shalosh. That miyot is only to exclude tzemeru pishtin only works on such a small size of a patch that's three fingers by three fingers. Alba shlosh al-shalosh, but if it's three tfakim by three tfakim, mitamen. That could be. So Gumar says, no. It says twice. Either wool or linen. Well, now that's a written double E. It says beged twice. First it says beged tzemer. Could have just said beged tzemer o pishtim. Why does it say beged tzemer o beged pishtim? So that's two miyutim. One is chad lemutei mishalosh shalosh. Uh, um, uh, everything, all other materials from the three fingers by three finger, toma the chalamutim mishlosha al shlosha, and want to exclude three finger three tfachim by three tfachim also for all all other garments that it's not going to be tummy at all. So that's the story. So basically, what comes out here is is that uh, both Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shem Ben Elazar are going to be on the same page as far as this goes, that the Tumah of, uh, at least, uh, that the Tumah of three fingers by three fingers, no matter what, is only for wool and linen. And that's what's derived from the text. Three Tfachim by three Tfachim, that's where you still have to see what's the, uh, at least according to Rava, again, according to Abaye, that's going to, that the, the, even three finger, even three Tfachim by three Tfachim is going to be, even according to Rav Shimon Lazar only by either wool or linen. But according to Rava, that's the next line, and that's what we're going to get to. I think I should save it for tomorrow because it's it doesn't end till like the middle of the page. Um, so we save Ula Rava for tomorrow. Um, what is? How does he know that three tfachim by three tfachim in other begadim, according to Rabbi Shimon, is acceptable? According to Rabbi Shmuel, it's not acceptable. And that's what we'll discuss tomorrow, but we'll stop over here. Yes, Mati.